0: This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. good Erev Shabbos. Hope everyone is well. Hope everyone enjoyed the beautiful Yom Toivim. And now we turn to starting again, the Chamish We turn again to Sefer Bereshis and opening up with Parashas Bereshis. And perhaps one of the most famous stories in Parashas Barashas, more so one of the most infamous stories of Parashas Barashas, is the story of Adam and Chava eating from the eight sadats, one of the most complicated, difficult stories to understand what it meant and what happened, who did what. But we still, till this day, feel the effects of those punishments of both Adam and Chava. We still live with them every single day. The punishments of this terrible avera and how a different world it would have been if they didn't eat from this, Eitz Hadass, they had this one commandment not to eat from the Eitz Hadass and ultimately as we all know, we know the story that they both sinned and they both made this mistake and we still till this day feel the brunt of it but there's a discussion in the Gemara in a couple of places throughout Shas as to what type of tree it was, what was the Eitz Hadass and Rashi asks a very basic question, At the beginning of the parasha Rashi asks in Paragimam why didn't the Torah just tell us, let us know why do we have to have a machoikis and a gemara and we have to start trying to figure out three opinions? Let the Chumash tell me straight, we or who, what, what was this <clears throat> famous Eitz And Rashi says something from the Medrash, which is really amazing. Says Rashi, HaKadosh Baruch who wanted it to be a secret, a secret. you know why? To prevent other people, even humans, from, from, from shaming the tree. And pointing and saying, that tree is the reason for the world today. Blaming that tree. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu specifically left it unclear in the Torah. Who to point the finger at? Who to blame? So they shouldn't come later and shame. And, and insult the tree and blame the tree. For the pain that we suffer today because of the Yesh That's an amazing statement from the Medrash. We're talking about a tree. The Torah was so worried about the dignity of a tree. The Torah was so concerned. That we shouldn't shame a tree. Points at Rev Palm. The Torah is teaching us that that's the way... The careful... That's how careful we have to be with a tree. Can you imagine how careful we have to be for a human being? How much more so we have to be so careful not to chas v'shalom, insult, degrade a human being? Hashem was worried about a tree. A tree! Who thinks about trees? And yet the Torah would not let us know the name because chas v'shalom would cause a breach of dignity so much so... How much more so do we have to be careful with people as to not to do things or chas v'shalom cause them to be embarrassed, or to do anything to take away from their greatness as a person. In this week's parasha, we're introduced to the creation of man, to this, the existence, the power of what it means to be a human being, how we're higher than animals, and we're at top of the pyramid, and how we should respect each other, we should have a deep, found respect for each other, and the shall not do anything that can cause us to think lowly or, or different of another Jew. <coughs> Pom points out, we read this parasha at the end of the Ammni. As we close out the month of Tishwe, we spent the whole month of Tishwe working on improving ourselves. As Shuva, Kip was all working about improving ourselves, working on our Ben Almlah Javera, and as we spoke about so many times, Sukkot was the yuniff of Akhta 's unity, bringing together all different types of Jews from all different walks of life, and now we have to live it. Now as we go back to normal life, back to routine, back to regular scheduled programming, now we have to live or we should be living with everything we saw and everything we learned and everything we grew from in this past month and we appreciate each other. That's what Sukkot meant, that we appreciate all different four groups of people, even though they're different than us, even though they're not the same as us, but we appreciate them and we definitely, definitely will not go around doing anything to cause them shame or harm. And that's why this week's parasha is so essential. In this week's parasha, we're introduced to man, to the greatness of man. And we have to remind ourselves that every man is a telem every man is a piece of God, is a piece of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. and we have an obligation to respect them and not to do anything to cause them any form of pain and anguish. A good friend of mine sent me a beautiful uh, video clip of a story from Rabbi Pesach Krohn. An amazing, amazing story. The story tells us the story is about a family that lived in Harnof, Lives in Harnof, Seven children, two parents, not a very wealthy family, but every year they go on vacation. They like to travel and go on vacation, but they do it very financially conservative, very carefully how much money they spend. Everything is cheshb and how much money they're going to spend on this vacation. And they travel, <coughs> they rent the van and they travel different parts of Eretz Yisrael. But because they don't want to spend extra money, so they bring all the food with them. They bring all the food with them pre-packed, you know, we're going to eat this for lunch and supper and snacks, this way they don't have to go any restaurants or eateries, which can get very pricey on their vacation. And they go to their first destination, they stop, and they have a picnic, it's really enjoyable, they have the food that they pre-packed, that they pre-prepared, and one of the children needed to use the bathroom. There was no public bathroom, there was only a restaurant a few feet away that usually does not allow non-paying customers to use the bathroom. But the father had no choice. He has a young child that needs to go to the bathroom very badly. And they were a long trip ahead of them. So he goes into the restaurant and he says, listen, I'm sorry. I am not buying anything. I can't afford anything. I'm on a very tight budget. But please, please let my son go to the bathroom. He, he very much needs to use the bathroom. And the waitress looks around, coasts clear. And she says, okay, go. And she knew she was, you know, putting herself or perhaps her job at risk. But she saw the father. She saw the son. She said, okay, go quickly and come right back. So as the son and the father are about to leave the restaurant after the son used the bathroom, all of a sudden... The head waiter starts yelling and screaming at the man. What are you doing? You're just here to use the bathroom. Why are you not buying anything? Who let you in? And Yelling and screaming, yelling and really very, very angry, very upset that this man came just to use the bathroom. And he started screaming, who let you in? Who gave you permission? And right away, this kid who brought his son to the bathroom realized that if he tells this man what's going to happen, she's going to lose her job. She's going to get fired. And he has to make up an excuse. He says, "No, no, no, I'm I'm planning on eating here with my entire family. Just my son had to go to the bathroom, so he came first. I have a whole a whole vanload uh, of children that are coming. He asked him how many people are coming. He said, "I have seven children and two uh, and two, uh, and me and my wife. Oh, nine people. Are amazing! So they set up the tables." And the father calls the children into the restaurant. The children were shocked, they don't eat in restaurants. Definitely not on vacation, this is not typical, but the father said come in, so they all come in. And the father says everyone can get one dish and one drink and they try to keep to the to the minimum of the menu as much as they can, but they had a meal there. And towards the meal they notice that there's somewhat of a commotion by the kitchen. And all of a sudden they see coming out of the kitchen is plates with ice cream and cake for each one of the people at the table. And the father says, no, no, we didn't know, we didn't order any dessert, we, we're not paying for dessert. They said, no, it's, it's on the house. So he asked why. So the owner of the restaurant said, because before this waitress came into the, into the back kitchen, she was crying. And we asked her, why are you crying? She said, because no one ever did anything so special for, for me in my life. This man knew that I was going to get fired. This man knew I was going to be raked over the coals. This man knew. And he, for that reason, specifically decided to stay at the restaurant, spend the money. No one ever did this for me. And the owner was so touched and so moved by the act of chesed that this man did. He decided to give them free dessert on, on the house. But then when it came time for the bill, the man asked for the bill and he, he gets the bill. And the bill says, next bill is 50% off. So the fellow said, I'm not up to next bill, I'm up to this bill. And the owner of the restaurant said, no, this meal is free. So he asked him why. He said, because we only charge humans. Malachim. We don't charge malachim. And since you acted like a malach, you're not going to be charged for this meal. I think this really is the idea we're saying now. This yid saw that if he's going to tell him, she told me, she's going to get terribly, terribly embarrassed. She's going to lose her dignity and her panasah. So the yid decided, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to allow another person, another Jewish girl, to, to be disrespected, to be yelled at, to get into trouble. Instead, I'm going to have my family come here and eat. And that's really the lesson of this week's parashat. We have to be so careful with making sure we don't allow others to be, to cause pain and anguish to others or disrespect to others. Maybe that's the answer to another question that's raised in this week's parasha. Right after the whole story of the Yetzirah, all of a sudden Adam decides to give Chava a name and he calls her Chava, a.k.a. Kolchai. She's the mother of all living things. So many people ask the question, why now does he name her that and why does he name her that? And the answer is because Adam had a lot of names to choose from. And he was upset and angry maybe even at Chava. And many of us perhaps would have given a name that disrespects or even brings down the dignity of Chava. And Adam said, I'm not going to do that. That's not the way we deal with people. Even if they bobble you, even if they hurt you, even if they cause you pain. I'm not going to plaster that on her name. I'm not going to plaster that on the wall. I'm not going to put that on social media for the whole world to hear. Because we don't go around being mezalzel other people. And we learned from this week's that the eighth Hadas was not allowed to be public knowledge. Because of the trees... Dignity, definitely when it comes to human beings, we have no right, no permission to cause them any shame or cause them any embarrassment. And Mr. Hashem, we should learn the lesson from Hakash Baruch himself, how to be so careful with people's feelings and people's dignity. Mr. Hashem, we should care for each other properly. We should show proper respect to each other. And by doing so, we could live like Malachim. We could be like angels in this world. And Mr. Hashem, will see that we're trying to protect his children. And in return, he will protect us. And by that, we should be zeiichet to see wonderful brachas for this new upcoming year. For many, of the year starts now. You know, back to regular schedule. Now we we're all back to our regular jobs, our regular lives. So, should give us all a lot of and all that we do. Koshboch should give us all the brachas and all the things we asked for for the last month. Koshboch should answer all of them, only for ourselves and for all for our families and for all of Klal Yisrael. Have a wonderful Shabbos.